Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Hey there, and thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this week's sermon that is brought to you by Pastor Jonathan Eilert. Have a great week. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. It's good to be back with you after a week of fun and service and reflections with our high school youth on our discipleship trip in Baltimore. I mentioned to folks several times this week that I've been taking youth to Baltimore now for over 20 years, and dropping in on a city every few years is fascinating to see how much things change and how much they stay the same. There's a persistence to challenges like crime and drugs in the inner city, yet there are also continuous improvements that we see through the work of the partner organizations that we go there to come alongside of. Some partners come and they go. Many of the agencies that we worked with on our early trips are no longer in existence. I certainly don't know all of their stories, but some are obvious. One partner from those early days took dilapidated homes along a city street and they converted them into affordable housing units. And it was a great vision, it was a great ministry, but that whole neighborhood has now been gentrified and there are no longer units that they could work with there. And certainly the vast majority of the poor population in that neighborhood has been displaced to other neighborhoods. And the nature of the trips has changed as well. When I first went, there were about eight different congregations on the one trip that I went on, and we probably had about 40 kids between us, and we slept on the floor of an unair-conditioned church building And now we have 60 kids from one congregation sleeping in college dorms. And back then we were going to do as much service as possible to improve the city as much as we could on a mission trip. But now we are more focused on service being one of many discipleship practices. And our focus for the week is on the youth seeing the activity of God in their daily lives. We try to use this week as a living laboratory where they can discover more about what it means to be a disciple who is blessed by and called into ministry by a living God. This engagement with the reality of God being active in our daily living, for me, is the bottom line in our celebration of God in three persons. Try to picture the early church fathers as they were seeking a way to better share the gospel story with the people of the world. They were looking at the story of God's involvement of the world just as we have throughout the church year. And as they looked at the story of Jesus and looked at their experience of God, the Trinity was the way that they felt they could best begin to describe the depth and the breadth of God's involvement with the world. The Trinity acknowledges that what we know about the identity of God, we know primarily through the revelation of Jesus. But it's not limited to the man Jesus himself. Abba, Father, was the way in which Jesus addressed God, the God he pointed to in the midst of the ancient scriptures and in the midst of creation. 
And through the divine energy called the Holy Spirit, we have been promised that we will continue to know God as Jesus revealed Him. Understanding God as Trinity reminds us that God is the God of old, the God that spoke through the prophets, the God who keeps His promises to His people. But it also reminds us that this same God is the one made known in Christ Jesus the one who continues to surprise us and astonish us to this very day through the work of the Holy Spirit. The Trinity is about a living God, revealed to us in Jesus who continues to be present among us now. It's also the way for us to interpret and understand how God is present in all things at all times. For while all may be sacred, while God may be in all things, God is not all things at all times, and there are things that are not of God in this world. The Trinity helps us to sort this out as we seek to understand what is of God in our daily existence. As we baptize infants this weekend, we invite them into a lifetime of living wet, of discerning the living God's presence in their lives through their relationship with God revealed as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's challenging, to be sure, but it's also incredibly meaningful. Just consider the alternatives. Once, one, you might deny the existence of God altogether. Nothing really means anything at all. Or two, maybe God simply everywhere as a nondescript good feeling that blankets everything. Or three, God's compartmentalized and meaningful on Sundays, but absent for the rest of the week. Or, we see God is always present, waiting to be revealed, explored, discerned in our daily living. In all aspects of our life, how is God present? What decisions, directions, choices will reflect the life-giving, sacrificial love of Jesus Christ? These are the questions and the revelations that give depth and meaning and richness to our lives as Christians. Again, this is what we hope will happen on our detours. We pray that a living faith in a living God is cultivated through the week, and we pray that the experience helps our youth to be reflective every day about what this means for their walk with Christ. I'm just getting back from a week away, so it's a bit difficult for me to get my mind around all of the themes of my life that were intersecting this week. The baptism of my grandchild last night, it's Father's Day, and in a couple of days it will be our 25th wedding anniversary. And so in the midst of all of these events, I find myself asking, what would God have me learn from the convergence of these moments? Where is God leading me? What does God have in store for Aubrey? How will God continue to use our marriage to be a blessing to us and to our family and to the community? And this is a daily reflection. For life is not just a division of daily work and Sunday worship. Life is an elaborate dance with the Holy Trinity. And there's so much more to life lived in relationship to a living God. We continue to lift up our mission of living and loving like Jesus, and 
we're adding to that now words to describe what this looks like. It's discovering life-changing hope through real connection as we're sent out into God's greater purpose in the world. Too often we assume that what happens day to day just doesn't matter, but it does, and there are opportunities wherever we are to experience more of God's presence and promise and purposefulness in our daily living. But it takes prayer and discernment. It takes relationships of caring engagement. It has been interesting to think about the ways that our hopes and our dreams change from our children to our grandchildren. With our children, the thoughts were about our direct engagement in their lives. And with the grandchild, I find myself thinking more broadly in terms of the world around her, and it's not always a lovely thought. There is much that is broken in our world. There's much that is not of God. But I also just went on a trip with 60 incredible young people that God has equipped with brilliant minds and passionate hearts to continue to improve the world that is about to be entrusted to their leadership. Much present evidence to the contrary, it leaves me hopeful for the world. Hopeful because these are incredible young people. Hopeful because we have an active, living loving God that will continue to guide them and guide all of the children being baptized this weekend as they begin to find their ways in the world. As we continue to live into our vision of a world restored with grace and peace, I hope and pray that everyone in this community seeks to find their place in the grand unfolding of this vision. I hope that the current challenges of this world do not deter your trust in the abiding presence of God in our midst and the hope that he brings. I pray that we continue to seek ways to explore through trusting relationships the ways that God is calling us and enabling us to more fully engage our lives and the world around us. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.